Welcome to Experience Life Church. We're coming to you from our chapel here in Carrollton, Texas, which is the Dallas, Texas Metroplex. I'm so thankful that you have tuned in with us and that you're going to be a part of this service that I believe the Holy Spirit is going to anoint. And we prayed before we come on the air that God will anoint you, that He would anoint us. We really want to minister because God has given me a message for you. Listen now, God has given me a strong message. And I, 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 need, I need you to focus. I really do. I need you to focus. Because God's put something in my heart to say. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be saying some things that you, I hope, will appreciate. So stay with us. But one of the things I want to say is bless, blessings to our military. All the men and women over the years. Tomorrow is Memorial Day. And so we want to remember those that have given their life. Thousands and thousands have in wars given their lives. Served in our military. Others were wounded. Some with limbs they lost and wounded in different ways. And so I want to say thanks to every man, every woman, every person that's ever served in our military. And tomorrow when you're out grilling or having your special meal, just stop and say a prayer for all the men and women that are there and the ones that's been there serving, that God will touch and God will minister to them in a very special way. Also, I want to say to you that's watching us on Facebook, thank you for watching on Facebook. Would you share our ministry time? I have my friend David Carpenter with me today. He's going to be leading us in worship. And he's going to be singing and ministering. And would you share this on your page so that other people can enjoy and be blessed and be anointed? Because some of your friends are not my friends. My friends, some of them's not your friends. So if we could have you just share that, that would be wonderful. Also, right now we're live on YouTube. We're live on YouTube right now. And if you're not watching on YouTube, that's okay. Whatever app you're watching on, thank you. But go to YouTube.com, YouTube.com, and type in Don Clowers Ministries. And when you type in Don Clowers Ministries, at the top you'll see a place there that says subscribe. Just click that. You say, why do you want me to subscribe? I'm, I'm going to tell you. The more people that we have subscribed, the more we can get this message out to. I believe this message needs to be preached all over the world. We're, we're in many countries right now. But go over to the right and you'll see a little bell and a little hand. Click on that. This way you'll be notified every time we come on live from uh, YouTube. And you know, I follow a number of people and I do that and I get notified when they're, they're on. Sometimes I can watch them, sometimes I can't. But at least I'm notified and then I get to go back and watch it later. So I, I would appreciate you that do that. 
And you on Roku that's watching us on Roku, I know right now people are watching us on Roku, but someone asked me yesterday, how do I find you on Roku? Because there's so many people on Roku. Well, you just go to your place there where it says uh, to put, put in a, a name, put in Don Clowers Ministries or Experience Life Church. Don Clowers Ministries or Experience Life Church. And then our app will pop up. You just click on our app and you can watch us on Roku. Also, let me just let you, let you know that we're on Android TV, Fire TV, Apple TV, Cross TV, and then the company that sends this message, the, the signal out to all of these different places is Don Clowers Ministries dot lightcast.com. Don Clowers Ministries dot lightcast.com. I know some of you are watching on that right now. And also, you can go to EL Global, EL Global dot church, EL Global dot church. And then remember, remember to, uh, with your tithes and your offerings, if you're part of another church, you need to be tithing to that church. But if I'm your pastor, send your tithe in, and you can go to elglobal.church. You can give by, there, there's two, two different apps there. You can give by uh, Rebel Give, or you can give by Tithely, or you can mail it in. Either, either way you choose, you can mail it in. And we'd appreciate you doing your part because it takes a lot of money to do what we do through this webcast, all the different things that we're on. So also, do your part financially, and if you'll do your part financially, I know God will bless you. Now, let me come back and just set up my message. When I say set it up, I want, to, I want you to know where I'm going. I, I am tired of our, our news media and wealthy people trying to control our lives. Now, some of you may not agree with that statement, but many wealthy people and some of our politicians are trying to control our lives. And, you know, we're going to go back to our service on March the thir- or May the 31st, pardon me, May the 31st. We're going back, and you're welcome to come in if you're a guest. You've never been to our church. We invite you to come and worship with us. May the 31st. It's Pentecost Sunday. And let's believe. Let's believe for a great outpouring of the Holy Ghost. A new new rebirth. Wouldn't it be something to see the glory just fall and the power and the anointing come down so strong that people go out of the churches and out of our church too just full of the the Spirit of God conquering and being overcomers. The Bible says we're more than conquerors. And we're going to conquer this, this COVID thing. I'll tell you, I, I, I'm, as I said, I, I'm angry today, not at anybody, but I'm angry at the devil because so many people have been blinded by fear. So many people have been blinded by fear. And, and one of the songs I hope Dave sings for us today, it talks about I'm not a slave to fear. Let me tell you something. We, You can't be a slave to fear. And God's given me this message today. And I need you to stay tuned. But remember, mail your offering, help us, do your part, and God will do do his part when you do his. Let me just finish here, and I want to ask David to come and lead us in worship. And I'm just going to pray in the Spirit while he's, he's worshiping. And I want you to just 
Give your whole time and life to God. And remember, give us your whole attention. Again, let me just say it. If you're watching on a pad or a phone or TV, desktop, just stop what you're doing. And give me just an hour of your time. Give me an hour of your time. David ministering and myself. And let's watch the Holy Ghost do what needs to be done in your life. Now, you know, I think, now our president, I appreciate our president. He's doing everything in the world. He's doing everything he can possibly do to guide us through this. But many of the politicians, many of the wealthy people, as I said, are trying to control our life. We can't stay shut down forever, folks. We can't stay shut down. We've got to live by faith. And we, the Christians, should be the ones standing up. Now, the other day, I, well, not the other day, I see it every day. People driving in their car with a mask on. Well, you can't get the virus in the car by yourself with a mask on. I don't wear a mask unless I'm in a place where they require it. Somebody said, well, that's foolish. No, it's not foolish. I know I'm aged. I know I'm aged, but I'm not afraid. See, I'm not afraid. I'm trusting God. I'm going to talk to you in just a minute. I'm going to have David worship, and I'm going to talk to you. People in my neighborhood, they walk by themselves, nobody around them, wearing a mask. Why? Fear. Why do people walk down the street with nobody around them with a mask on? They're afraid. Why do people sit in their car and wear a mask? I saw a man riding a motorcycle the other day, had a mask on. COVID's not flying around in the air. It's not flying around in the air. We get it certain ways by, by people that's carrying it. I got a friend that got the COVID-19. And I talked to him yesterday. And he said, I've been four weeks free. He said, it was a long battle, a long struggle, but I got through. Now, I believe you're going to get through. Folks, let's pray. Father, just before David comes. I pray, Lord, that every person that's viewing with me right now, they'll sense the urgency that which you have spoken to me and, and the boldness that you put upon me to talk about this today, to let people know they can't be a slave to fear. They can't allow Satan to torment their minds any longer. And they are afraid, can't be afraid to live life. God, you said you give us life Jesus, you came to give us abundant life. God, get people out of this bondage. Get them out of the prison. I cast down the spirit of fear. I rebuke the spirit of fear on you right now. You that's afraid, I rebuke it now. In Jesus' mighty name. David, if you'll just take us into the presence of God through worship. Right now, just worship the Lord. As David just presses into God's goodness. Thank you, David. He is here. Hallelujah. He is here. Amen. He is here. Holy, holy. I will bless His name. Yeah.
child of God You split the sea So I could walk right through it My fears are drowned with your love And you rescued me So I can stand and sing I am a child of God You split the sea So I can walk right through it My fears are drowned with your love You rescued me So right now I can stand and sing I am a child I'm a child of God. You're a child of God. I could listen to that all day. I'm not a slave to fear. I want you to stay with me because the message is so powerful and I'm anointed and David Carpenter is anointed. Come, come close now. Don't be distracted because I got a message right straight from the throne of God. God spoke to me and told me to preach this message and I, I, I want to reiterate a couple of things that I said earlier. People are afraid. People are in, some people for almost three months they've been in their house and have not gone out. This is not right, folks. We don't have to live like this. We're a child of God. The Bible said perfect love cast out fear. Perfect love cast out fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And see what the, what the media and many of the politicians are trying to do. They're trying to keep the world shut down. But these wealthy people, politicians, that's trying to control us, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. And as I said a few minutes ago, why in the world would a person get in a car by themselves and wear a mask? Why would a person walk down the street where no one is and wear a mask? Fear. Fear. Fear is torment. Fear is torture. And I just pray that every imagination, every thought, every stronghold is pulled down from you right now. And it's time to get out. You, you know, I, I, I just see the news blaming people with things that's not true. 
it's, they're just blaming people with things and not truths. I said, I, I, I may reiterate some things, but a woman this past week died of 102. They had to tag her death on COVID. Well, I'm not making light of 102, thank God, but if they've lived 102, they don't have to tag something on there. I just believe that a lot of this, the enemy is using people, doctors and different things. I appreciate now, now let me just say, I appreciate all of our doctors and nurses that's risking their lives. Oh, I pray for them every day. Thank God, the grocery stores, all the different places where people are around. And you know, I, I've got family members, my family, my daughter, my grandson, my son-in-law. They're around hundreds of people every day. They're around hundreds, maybe thousands, every day. And you know, they, they, they only wear the mask when they're in the presence of their employment. So, I, I'm just telling you, fear has no place in your life. We should be the one that is lighting up the world and showing the world we're not going to cave in to fear. We're not going to cave in and be, as the song says, we're not going to be a slave to fear, but we're going to walk by faith. We're going to walk by faith and let the glory of God shine in us. What have I learned? What have I learned during these almost three months now? I've learned that I'm the righteousness of God. I knew that, but I, I've had a rebirth that I'm the righteousness of God and that my faith is stronger. I've, I've spent some time meditating. I've spent some time praying. My wife and I have talked. Our families come together and we said, we're not going to bow to fear. We're not going to give in. We're not defying our government. Now let me say, we're not defying the government. We're not defying the law. But what I am defying is the devil from hell that's trying to frighten people to death. Keep them from living their life. Jesus came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. But if you're going to sit and listen to the news and believe everything that's going on. See, I know I'm aged. I'm 77. But I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to go in public. I'm not afraid to go into a restaurant. Because the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The anointing is upon me. Now, I'm, not, I'm not making fun of anything. I appreciate everyone that has risked their lives. But it's time now for the church, for the Christians, for the believer to stand up and be bold. See, we all have our moments. We all have our moments of where Satan tries to come in. You know, I, we've had things to go through that COVID had nothing to do with. But it was things that's come to our family that we've had to face. And again, COVID-19 had nothing to do with it. I know people that's been affected by the tornado and lost their home. People in Michigan in floods. And I had a minister friend said, he, he pastors a mega church. I mean a mega church. And he said, one day I just got weak. I just felt bad. And he said, I just wanted to pull the covers over my head and not give up. Get up. He said, I just want to stay in bed. But he said, I knew 
I was a man of God. I knew God lived on the inside of me. And I knew I could not give in to those feelings and emotions. I had to rise up. And that's what I'm saying to you today. Are you going to trust what they're saying on the news? Or are you going to put your confidence in God? I want to read to you Hebrews 10, 35 through 38. And notice what it says. Therefore do not cast away your confidence which has great reward. Your confidence in God will give you great rewards, the scripture says. So if you're going to listen to the news all day, it's going to rob you of your confidence and fear is going to come in. And And if you're letting fear come in, God can't come on the scene and supernaturally move for you. I just got through saying, I understand weaknesses. I understand I've had moments. I've had moments, not of the, the COVID or anything like that, but just, just the fact that the world's been locked down and financially it's, a, it's been a disaster. And see, that's what Satan wants. He, wants. he wants financially. He wants financially for the wealth, those that's got the wealth for them to control. But I'll tell you what, listen to the statement that I'm going to make right now. Ooh, somebody needs to calm me down, I'm telling you. Listen, hell trembles. Hell trembles at the thought that money, power, and influence is in the hands of the Christians. I know you heard me, but I won't say that one more time. Hell, Satan himself, trembles at the thought that money, power, and influence would be in the hands of God. And so I'm saying to you today, if you put your confidence in God, you may be out of the job. You may not know what you're going to do. You may be suffering financially. But I'm telling you, don't let the spirit of fear in. You say, well, that's easy for you to say. You're not in my situation. I understand that. And that's why I said... We all have our moments. But God is greater than anything that's come against you. And then verse 36 says, We have need of endurance, so that after you've done the will of God, you may receive the promise. See, doing the will of God is what's important. Getting up, giving God the first part of your day, giving a the first part of your income. Spend some time with God. Don't let what's going on in the world have your focus. Focus on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the great I Am. He said, for yet a little while, and he who is coming will come and will not tarry. And then verse 38, the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Well, you see, what that's saying is, God is saying, if you're drawing back from my word and you're drawing back from me and you're listening to someone else that's speaking something different than my word is speaking, I can't can't give you the promises. I can't overwhelm you with my goodness. I can't heal you because your focus is elsewhere see trust in God and his word trusting God and his word is where the believers need to stand up and we need to be 
saying, God, we're going to walk by faith. And we're not going to let all this stuff get inside of us. So you may be aged, and I'm not telling them to, I'm, I'm not telling anybody what to do. I'm not telling you to wear a mask, not to wear a mask. I'm not saying that, so don't, don't, don't say that. I'm just saying that this is bigger than the disease, the sickness. It's the spirit of fear that's trying to control the world, people in the world, where life is never going to be the same again. It, it probably won't. It's going to be better. But I'm telling you, let's go back in the Bible. And let me tell you some people that trusted God. Instead of allowing fear to take them over when they were in crisis times. And instead of being led and focused on fear, they focused on the promise of God. See, that's what I do is when something happens to us personally. I just go back to the Bible and I read the Bible and I say, well, God, you did it for them. You'll do it for me. See, the, 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 the truth is here, he said, for you have need of endurance. Sometimes you've got to wait for something to happen after you've done the will of God. And so the will of God is really important. And so as I said, let me just take you for a, a little journey in the Bible of a few people that I just wrote down that I felt like would be a, a blessing God took care of Noah and his family in the ark for a year. During that year, Noah did not become afraid. Noah did not live in fear. He lived in faith for a, hundred, for, for a year. For one year, he lived in faith. And then he became the father of the nations of the world. Look at Jacob. After he and his brother had this difference, he ran to his uncle, his uncle Laban. And as, you know, he, he escaped the wrath of his brother Esau at the time. But he was there for 20 years. 20 years. But how did he come out? How did Noah come out? Noah came out okay. How did Jacob come out? I'll tell you, 20 years later, he came out with a new family. He came out with wealth. He came out with a new identity. He became Israel. And that was the new name for God's chosen people. You're, you, he said, you're a chosen generation, a holy nation, and a royal priesthood. A purchased people that should show forth my praises. Folks, today, focus on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You know, God took care of Joseph from the time he was 17 until the time he was 30. Think about this. God took care of Joseph from the time he was... You, you know the story. I don't have time to get into it. But for, he was 17 years of age when this happened. 30 when God promoted him. But what happened was slavery and prison was the school or the training ground for the greatness of how God used him. See, during this time, we should not have let the enemy frighten us and 
get us to be a coward and cow down and say, oh, you can't do this and you can't do that. This is the time to say, I'm a child of the King. That song David was singing a few minutes ago, I'm, I'm God's child. I'm God's child. Right now, you're God's child. Focus on your God's child. You know, God kept Moses while he was in a remote desert for 40 years. 40 years God kept Moses. Moses ran to that desert in fear. Fear is why he was in that desert. But one day, God spoke to him. God spoke to Moses. And when he did, he, he, he came forth to deliver the, children, the, the Jews from, the, from Egypt. I talked about that a little bit last week in my message. I think about this. God was with Naomi and her daughter-in-law, Ruth. Now, Naomi almost got better because of what was going on. Naomi almost got better. But you know what? God had mercy on her. God loved her. Her and her daughter went back to Bethlehem. And you know what? God favored them. They weren't afraid. God favored them. And what happened? In the midst of their poverty, in the midst of their, their famine, she met Boaz. Ruth met Boaz. And it became the greatest love story in the Bible. Oh, I could talk a lot about that. I could talk a lot about that. See, God protected David for 15 years after he was anointed to be king. Think about that. God protected David. You know, Saul was after him, trying to kill him. So many things I could get into that happened in David's life, but he didn't get into fear. He stayed in faith. And then finally, when he was put on the throne, the Bible said he was a man after God's own heart. And then he left us so many of the beautiful Psalms. Last week, I talked about how the prophet Elijah was led by the Lord to go to the brook Cherith and a raven came and fed him. But then it went on further than that. He was alone on Mount Carmel. Well, he had his servant, but, you know, he he was on top of Mount Carmel. And he was among all the prophets of Baal that were against what he was doing and what he said and against the power of God. But, But he didn't get in fear. He stood and called fire down from heaven and destroyed the prophets of Baal. You know, I think about God taking care of Jonah. I, you know, Jonah was in the belly of a well for three days and three nights. Three days and three nights. I, I, I really can't wrap my I can't wrap my brain around that. A, a, a man alive in the belly of a fish. Well, you know, the supersized fish, the well. I can't even get, I can't wrap my, my brain around this literally happening, that he was alive inside of a well. But you know what? He came out after three days, 
He went where God told him to go. And what happened? Thousands of people turned their lives back to right living. One of the greatest revivals in history. And then I think about Daniel was in Babylon for 70 years. 70 years Daniel was in Babylon. And that's where the book Daniel came from. It was named after him. And not only was it named after him, but many of the things that God gave Daniel during Babylon in those 70 years, we are experiencing right now. He wrote it in the book of Daniel. God protected him and God was with him. And we see how when he was put in the den of lions, he was not afraid. God protected him. Oh, and I think about Esther. Oh, what a beautiful story. <laughs> you know, David, that when I read Esther, sometimes I just, honestly, sometimes I weep. Not, not because I, I'm, I'm sad, but I weep because I see the the. The goodness of God. Here, here Haman thought he was going to destroy. He thought he was going to destroy the, all the Jews. But God used Esther. God wants to use you. <laughs> Let that sink in. God wants to use you. God wants you to rise. God wants you to be bold. God wants you to be strong. You know what? To change your environment. I tell people, your real revelation of who you are in Christ must be greater than your environment if you want to change it. See, no matter what environment I'm in or where I am or what country I'm in, I keep my trust in God. That's what the scripture says. So Esther, she was afraid at first to go in to see the, the king, but Mordecai said, you got no choice. You got no choice. You got to go. She went in before the king and he put out the scepter. And Haman was the one that paid the, the price with his life because he was a deceiver. He was trying to put Mordecai in fear and all the Jews in fear. But God used Esther. God, I want to say it again. God wants to use you. God wants to use you. You know, God was with the disciples in the upper room for 10 days until the day of Pentecost. I'm looking forward to this particular day of Pentecost because of what's happened and we're going to have our service back here. I'm just believing for a rebirth of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm believing for anointing that's going to destroy the yoke and any fear, any bondage, any limitation, any sickness, any disease, any financial problem, any emotional situation, marriage problems, whatever it may be, relationship problems. I'm believing God that May the 31st, Pentecost Sunday, we're going to see the church rise and not live under a spirit of fear. 
See, God was with the Apostle Paul in the Arabian desert for three years. And when he came back, he brought a message of hope to every place he went. Every place Paul went, he brought a message of hope. He was put in a Roman jail many times. But the time he was free, he had written from prison. Think about this. Often use, use this. David said, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Well, he was in prison when he was writing to the free people. He was saying, rejoice. But here he was in prison. He wasn't afraid. And while he was in this Roman prison, he wrote these epistles. Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon. I often call Philemon, Philemon young. Oh, think about it. See, don't run in to hiding. Don't run in to fear. Run into righteousness. Oh, and think about the Apostle John on the Isle of Patmos. 92 years of age. John was 92 years of age. Who would think that a 92-year-old would survive the Isle of Patmos? I don't have time to describe it to you. But God gave him a revelation, which is the greatest prophetic document of all time that was given to us about the end times. Just think about it. Jesus was on that cross, went into the tomb. But on the third day, his spirit became alive unto God. His spirit became alive unto God. Three days. Satan did his best, but Jesus never got into fear. See, I, I, I've taken a little journey through, through the Bible. Not a lot, but just to show you, if we'll go back to the Bible and realize that instead of you believing everything that the wealthy people of this world and the politicians are saying, and the doc, some of the doctors, we've got to believe in the Word of God. See, Remember, one of the scriptures I quote lots, when the enemy comes in, like a flood, the Holy Spirit will lift up a standard against him. You know, floods come. I, I, I pray for the people in Michigan. I pray for them right now that God will be with them. See, stuff happens. I mean, this is life. Life happens. Nothing's perfect except God and His Word. But when the enemy comes in, you can, you can say it this way, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Holy Ghost will lift up a standard against him. Or you can say when the enemy comes in, the Holy Ghost will lift up a standard against him. See, the Holy Ghost will be the flood instead of the devil. Oh yeah, yeah. He's flooded the airwaves. He's flooded people with fear. People are afraid to get out. People are afraid to go to work. But I'm telling you, this is a time for the church. 
This is the time for the church. Right now, right now. Just lean into God's love. Lean into God's love. Lean into God's wisdom. Lean into God's joy. Lean into it right now. And let God free you from any bondage or any yoke. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 10, 22, the blessings of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow with it. Now, some people take that only financially of being rich financially, but that's not what that scripture is totally meaning. Proverbs 10, 22 the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow to it. Sorrow doesn't come from God. Sadness doesn't come from God. Goodness comes from God. God promises to bless us with good things without sorrow. He will make us rich with His salvation. His love, His goodness, His peace, healing, deliverance, good relationships, wisdom, and financial prosperity. David, I'm going to ask you to sing a song, and after you sing and minister, oh, just bear with me a minute. I don't know about tomorrow. I just seem to live from day to day. I don't borrow from the sunshine for its skies may turn to gray. I don't worry o'er the future for I know what Jesus said and today I'll walk beside him for he knows what is ahead oh many things about tomorrow I don't seem to understand
who's holding your hand today? Who's holding your hand? Are you letting fear? Are you letting fear hold your hand? Or are you letting God have you placed your hand there and say, God, hold my hand? I don't know about tomorrow, but I know who holds my hand. I love this old song. David, just do that course for me one more time. One more time. Come on, stay with me. Many things about tomorrow well, I don't see to understand, but I know who holds tomorrow and I your tomorrow you may say you don't seem to understand I'm here to tell you that I know who holds tomorrow yes I know who holds your tomorrow oh I know who holds tomorrow Yes, I know about tomorrow because I know who holds my hand. Give Jesus your hand right now. Give Jesus your hand and let him hold you. And let all the fear dissipate. Whatever the fear is that you're dealing with, whatever it may be, let Him hold your hands and let that peace flow through you. You that have never known Jesus, or maybe you have somewhere and you turned your back on God, I want you to pray this prayer with me. I, I had more in my message today, but I had a confession for you. I may do that in just a minute. I may do this confession. Um, I don't know. It's just, I, I got to do this. If you've never known Jesus or you've been away, I want you to pray this prayer with me right now. And then I'm going to pray for the rest of you. And I'm going to ask David to come back and, and minister one more time. Dear Lord, I come to you now. Dear Lord, I come to you now. I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me of my past. Of my past. All my sin. All my sin. Hold my hand today. Hold my hand today. Take me through the dark places. Take me through the dark places. Let me see your glory. Let me see your glory. Let me experience your goodness. Let me experience your goodness. Help me to be a lover. Help me to be a lover. Help me to be the person you want me to be. Help me to be the person you want me to be. Jesus. Jesus. I make you Lord of my life. I 
make you Lord of my life. I believe that you died. I believe that you died. And you rose from the dead. And you rose from the dead. And I believe this in my heart. And I believe this in my heart. And I confess with my mouth. And I confess with my mouth. Jesus, Jesus you are my Lord. You are my Lord. Now right now, right now receive that. And then I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. telling you come close whatever you're doing I've said this several times come close because I want you whether you're watching me on the phone whatever instrument you're watching on let the anointing that's here in experienced life church upon David and myself let this anointing flow into you Father, I pray right now again that there's a spirit of freedom. There's a spirit of refuge that people sense right now. Those that need healing, bring healing to them. Those that are in bondage, destroy the yoke. Those that's having a difficult time in a relationship, Help them now to be healed. Those that are suffering financially, help them to see. This is the time to sow a seed. This is the time to sow a seed, but heal them financially. Those in a marriage that's having difficulty. Other those that are suffering with cancer or some sickness or some disease and those that's contacted the coronavirus that healing flow through them right now whatever the needs are Jesus I release your anointing I release your love I release your peace I release your power I release your anointing and God help no one that's watching and listening to me ever again be afraid Help them never again to be afraid, but to have the peace that passes all understanding. To have the peace that passes all understanding. Supply every need. Those that need jobs, give them jobs. Those that need a home, give them a home. Those that have loved ones that are lost, help them not to be in fear that they'll go to hell, but to speak life over them. And send laborers into their path. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you've been with us today. And you're with them today. And you're meeting all of their needs according to your riches and glory. I appreciate you watching. I pray that you will do the will of God. I pray today the message has inspired you and encouraged you. And that you will not let fear, you will not let fear come into your life any way whatsoever. And you will not speak fearful things, you'll only speak words of life, words of truth. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
Child of God. 